Hello again, Bears fans, and welcome into We Are Regal Radio's fourth and goal series where we can preview and give you four key goals for the Bears to get a victory against any given opponent. And this week, a little bit more spice and specialness because it is a playoff game and we haven't done one of these since 2018 when the Bears took on the Philadelphia Eagles. Unfortunately, they lost that matchup in the wild card round as well. They were not a wild card team. They were a division winner at the time. This time, they will be heading to Nowlands and take on those Saints in this wildcard matchup. And, you know, based on uh, what Vegas is saying, probably Bears aren't going to win this game. Saints are favored by 10 with uh, the over-under at 47. You know, it's kind of funny just thinking about these points that I was going to make for these goals and... I thought last week we hit it on the head pretty well. Uh, And everyone that's been listening and following, I'm sure you would agree. Uh, What did we say? One of the biggest things, we needed to be a three-phase game. And you needed special teams to make a big-time play. Special teams early in that game makes a big-time play. And really two, in a way, with Cordell Patterson not uh, being down at the one-yard line. Maybe that was a little more luck than skill, but... But special teams gets that fumble, gives the Bears great position, and couldn't take advantage of it offensively. Then you have defensively a bunch of breakdowns, so really not even close to a three-phase game. They don't do a particularly good job of stopping Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones. And on top of it, too, the Bears really couldn't get any type of pass rush, regardless of the fact that the Packers lost their all-pro left tackle. And we talked about how, you know, that's not exactly new for them either. They've been in this position before, but you felt, you know, maybe that means a little bit more from Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, and company. And unfortunately, it did not pan out that way. Well, you fast forward to this week against the Saints, and... It's not going to be too dissimilar. Uh, Unfortunately for the Bears, they are playing a very quality opponent in the Saints. Maybe not as quality as the the Packers, and certainly I think the difference is Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best, and Drew Brees is, you know, a good quarterback. I don't know if he's great. Maybe he's slipping even from good and just going into kind of a solid quarterback level. But they do have – Alvin Kamara coming back from the COVID-19 restriction list. So let's just dive right into it. We'll start off with our first key goal and got to go with that three-phase effort again. I mean, look, ultimately the Bears want to win this game and I'm sure a lot of fans want the Bears to win this game. It's just going to be too hard to win this game if you can't score touchdowns as an offense if you're giving up big-time passing plays and giving up a lot of yards on the ground. And on top of the two special teams, you know, there's no no quarrels that I have with special teams of the Bears. They are playing pretty solid altogether. Cairo Santos was the uh, special teams player of the month in December. He's had a great season. It's really can they just make that that play and that's what was so disheartening about that Packers loss when early on you get that fumble recovery by your punt coverage team you're thinking man this is the break that this team needed that the Bears needed in order to win against the Packers and 
just couldn't take advantage of it. Only came away with three points, even though they were already in the red zone of the Packers. So it's going to have to be another three-phase effort for the Bears. You're going to need your defense to play as close to elite as possible. And I don't know how that's necessarily going to work with uh, the potential of not having your ultimate linebacker in the inside, at least in Roquan Smith. His status is pretty doubtful, I would think, since he couldn't return for that Packers game and he had that injury to his elbow. Hopefully he can play. We'll see what happens. But uh, it's going to be really tough without him. And then you look at offensively. You have to score some points. And, again, you look at that injury report, Darnell Mooney, questionably. Not having Darnell Mooney could be a really big problem for this offense. You've seen how... You know, in this very limited passing game, not having him can be really, really problematic for the Bears in trying to get chunks of yardage. Uh, all the emphasis is going to be on Al Robinson and the tight ends. And, you know, there, there's a good group there. But one thing in that Packers game, as you saw, and the announcers hit on this, I thought, perfectly. It's just too hard to dink and dunk over and over and over and over and try to get touchdowns. It's just, it's, in this offensive league of the NFL, it's almost impossible to just think that you can just drive eight, ten plays, drive after drive and get touchdowns. I mean, you have to be so efficient. You have to be so good at staying ahead of the chains, not having any type of negative plays. And the Bears are just not that team. They need to get some chunk plays. And it doesn't help that you have a quarterback that's not exactly accurate passing downfield, and he's not particularly good at reading defenses and making decisions, but that is definitely part of what the Bears need to do. So really, first goal, this team has to be ready to play a three-phase game. I mean, they have to look at each other offensively, defensively, special teams-wise, they have to, you know, it'd be great to have a players meeting just where all the leaders from all those phases step up and say, guys, this team is better than us. The only way we're going to win this game is if we play three phases and we play them so well that overall as a group that we're going to overcome this opponent. It's not going to be, you know, one unit that wins the game for the Bears. Even if the defense plays elite, we saw this in the matchup earlier this year. The defense was still playing at a close to elite level when the Saints and Bears played in the regular season earlier this year. The problem was the offense couldn't score anything. So regardless of what one unit does, the big thing for this game is you got to play a complete football game. Which brings me to our second goal. And our second goal is copying the blueprint of what Minnesota did a year ago when they upset the Saints in the Superdome in the playoffs. What Minnesota did was obviously come in with the energy and the passion that you need to win that game. Mike Zimmer had his team rearing and ready to go. We'll get to maybe some of that stuff a little bit later on, but schematically, terrific game plan. We're going to run the football. We're going to try to keep the Saints offense off the field we're going to attack their defense with our passing game with Adam Thielen Stefan Diggs you know all the weapons that they had they came out with this attacking mentality while still remembering that they have to run and commit to the run then defensively 
They brought everybody up, almost like the Mitch Trubisky defense. Force Drew Brees to throw that ball downfield because he doesn't have that same arm that he had a few years ago. He's, you know, a shorter quarterback, losing athleticism. If you can get some pressure on him, you can force him to throw off an improper land or improper throwing spot. You might get a floater. You might get something that is short, long, and then that gives an opportunity for your secondary to make a play on the football and maybe get a couple turnovers. Now, Drew Brees isn't exactly going to turn the ball over a bunch, but we've seen that if you get a bunch of pressure on him, you know, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to move around in the pocket. He's not going to have that pocket awareness, and he's not going to be able to just roll out of the pocket and flick it and get a ball downfield. If the Bears can get that pressure on Drew Brees, they probably can do some good things. So if I'm Chuck Pagano, I'm copying what Minnesota did. Pressure Drew Brees, whether it's just with your front four or bringing you know, some blitz looks and some blitzes a little bit of the time to keep him honest, but you're taking away the short stuff, the underneath stuff, anything in that kind of sticks area when you're talking about the first down marker, you want to force Drew Brees to throw 20 yards plus and try to beat you through the air that way. If the Bears can do that similar Minnesota Vikings game plan from a year ago, they're going to have a chance, at least in this game. And the only way that they, you know, can really screw themselves, if you will, is if they don't commit to that running game and if they kind of just overthink it a little bit too much on defense you're going to have to give up probably something to get something. And when you look at some of the weapons that the Saints have, it's a little scary because you don't want to just uh, throw Michael Thomas downfield one-on-one with somebody, regardless of who it is, because that's probably an advantage for the Saints. But it's a chess match. You have to give up something to get something. Hopefully Chuck Pagano and Matt Nagy are are working that out. And hopefully all the coaches are synchronizing these game plans because everything, it goes back to that first goal. You got to play a three phase. So everything has to kind of gel and work in cohesion, you know, help your defense by running the football, help your offense by getting a turnover, help your uh, overall team. If you're special teams, get a big return, something like that. You need to get, that cohesion, but you also, I think, have to copy that Minnesota Vikings game plan from a year ago and force Drew Brees to beat you downfield. Moving along now to our third goal, and this one is all about Alvin Kamara. I mean, Alvin Kamara had himself a game last time he played the Bears, and if I'm not mistaken, he was under injury question going into that game sort of like this one throughout the week and then was cleared and ready to go for the matchup with the Bears just like he will be in this playoff game. Alvin Kamara is a flat-out beast and he can do it in all types of ways and he's especially dangerous in the open field. The Bears have to have some kind of plan to try to contain him as much as possible. Alvin Kamara is really, to me, the heartbeat of that Saints offense. He's the one that really gets them going. Drew Brees is very important. You know, Michael Thomas is very important. Some of these other weapons like Emmanuel Sanders, very important. This offensive line that the Saints have, very important. But 
Alvin Kamara adds that spice or that energy or that electricity that that offense, I think, really feeds on. And when he is just doing his thing, he is just racking up yards through the ground and on, on the ground and through the air. With Alvin Kamara going off, it's really hard for me to see the Bears winning this football game. They have got to contain him and at least keep him to normal numbers. I mean, if he gets 100 yards rushing, that's not exactly the end of the world, but he can't be getting close to 200. And if he's getting 100 yards on the ground, you can't just give up 100 yards receiving either. I mean, you got to keep his receiving number down to a manageable total. Whatever they can do offensively, beat the Bears with running the football, controlling the clock so that Alvin Kamara isn't on the field as much would be a huge plus too. And I know, you know, he's a running back. You don't necessarily say that about running backs, but remember the Saints offense. This is true breeze is Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. It's not just Alvin Kamara, but he is the straw that stirs the drink, if you will. The Bears have to be ready to shut him down or shut him down as much as possible. And it's going to be especially tough if you don't have Roquan Smith. They don't have a lot of athleticism at the linebacker position. You know, Chuck Pagano, the defensive coordinator for the Bears, might have to get a little creative with how he attacks this Saints offense. And definitely he's got to understand how important Alvin Kamara's numbers are to what the Saints do. If the Bears can do a good job slowing down Alvin Kamara, that gives themselves a chance at least with stopping that Saints offense enough so that the offense can hopefully score some points and figure out a way to uh, get themselves a victory down in New Orleans. But it's not going to happen if Alvin Kamara is just doing whatever he wants on that football field. And our final takeaway, which I think is just so huge, and it's talked about at nauseum, but it's going to be what the Bears do offensively when they score. Do they get six or do they get three? Because when you look at that Packers game and you look at the little win streak they had before the Packers game, when they play some bad defenses, they can really do some things and they can get some points and they can get up to 30 real quick. That's all fine and well, but those defenses don't exist anymore. They are eliminated. This is a brand new season. And if the Bears want to do anything in the playoffs besides just losing the opening round, they've got to score some touchdowns. I mean, it's not just, yeah, you got to score a touchdown every time, so we need to go for it or things like that. You're going to have to take your advantage of your point opportunities when they come, like kicking field goals, you know, when you get that opportunity, whatever. But you got to come out with that that intensity, that want to punch somebody in the mouth kind of thing. And, and the Bears have got to really understand that how many drives did they have against the Packers where if they had gotten a touchdown or two extra versus the field goals that they had gotten, I mean, that's a different ball game. It's a very different ball game. You look at that fourth down uh, late in that game where they couldn't convert and Matt Nagy was especially irked about it in his post-game presser. I mean, if you get a big chunk play that ends up in the end zone and you score a touchdown there, 
and then you look back and maybe that fumble recovery, you get a touchdown. I mean, that might have been the difference between the Bears potentially winning that game. And we're talking about a chunk play and taking advantage of the turnover that you were able to take away. Those little things are so big. And the Bears, they are constantly on this this line. It's almost like a razor's edge where, you know, you're kind of like balancing. And if they at all slip, it's just like deadly. It's a goodbye. They don't really have the ability to make up for errors and mistakes that's coming from uh, lack of production, lack of execution, or undisciplined plays like penalties. They have got to understand how important it is to get that ball in the end zone if they're going to win this football game. And I think Matt Nagy understands that based on how he was uh, going after those fourth downs with the Packers a week ago. But if you are those offensive coaches, you got to be pounding into these players' heads. These opportunities, you know, with this drive ending in a field goal, this drive ending in a field goal, this drive ending in a field goal. If we don't turn a few of those field goals into touchdowns, we're not going to beat the Saints. Because the Bears, make no mistake about it, they've got to get to at least 25. And last week against a good defense in the Packers, they got to 16. And this week against the Saints, they might even have a better defense than the Packers. It might be just slightly, but they might have a better defense. If anything, it's on the same level. 16 is not going to get it done. You know, maybe earlier in their matchup in the year when it was that low-scoring game into overtime. But remember, the, uh, the defense of the Bears was playing elite at the time. They have not been playing elite for at least a month. Teams have figured out some things about the Bears' defense. And this Bears' defense, whether it's because of injury, uh, age, tiredness, what have you, they're not getting much pressure on the quarterback, and that's where all their money's at. And the secondary, you know, you you don't want to go crazy, but you look at last week, Eddie Jackson, he is the highest-paid safety in the league. The ball is right in his chest. It would have been a difficult interception, but that's what you pay the man for. You know, there was multiple times that the Bears should have picked off Aaron Rodgers. You can't miss those opportunities. And then when you look at the offense not being able to score touchdowns, that's almost as bad as a dropped interception especially when you are driving, you're controlling the, the clock and you're getting downfield, you're getting in the red zone and then you can't come away with six. That is as deflating as deple- and depleting as basically a turnover. I mean, yes, you come away with three, you feel good, but then you have Aaron Rodgers do a flick of the wrist and suddenly there's seven. Now maybe Drew Brees won't be able to do that, but you've got a guy in Alvin Kamara, he makes a couple guys miss. That could be seven. And we don't know if the Bears really have anybody that can do that. Darnell Mooney maybe, but he might not even be able to play. So certainly if the Bears are going to win this game, it's going to come down to execution, the game planning, the scheme, the little things. And, And that's really what I've been hitting on in this entire piece. But you can't go too far into figuring out keys for this game without saying the Bears have got to score some touchdowns. And that's one of the things that they really struggle at doing. If they can't figure that out, boy, good luck, I guess, because it's going to be it's going to be really tough beating this New Orleans teams with field goal. 
it's going to be really tough beating this New Orleans team with just field goals. So enjoy this one, Bears fans. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll be doing another fourth and goal preview next week. If the Bears are able to advance, we'll certainly do our three and out series, no matter what happens at the end of this game. And it's going to be, I think, uh, an interesting Sunday. Second to last game of the playoff schedule. They will be the 340 Central Time start on Fox. Going to be one heck of a show, I would say, at the minimum, because even if it's an ugly one, there will definitely be a lot of Bears fodder to talk about. And, of course, they find a way to win. Well, hey. I guess we get another week of doing this, which would be great. So enjoy it, Bears fans.